Two Minute Movies with your host, Van Connor. Six years after his last film, the frankly superb feature adaptation of Gillian Flynn's best-selling Gone Girl, director David Fincher's back to remind us why he's one of the best in the business, and to his credit, Mank genuinely is well-directed, and well-acted, well-scored, and well-designed too. But it's thunderingly dull, which, because it insists upon itself so damn hard, and why wouldn't it, a David Fincher movie, those usually turn out to be absolute bangers, the resulting combination of mismatched screenplay and everything else results partially in a navel-gazing exercise in institutional Hollywood masturbation, but mostly as Barton Fink for people who eat kale. Essentially, Mank is the story of how screenwriter Herman J. Mankovich, played with requisitely immersed passion by Gary Oldman, came to develop and write the screenplay for Orson Welles' Citizen Kane, something you could literally ask Alexa to debunk, so it's probably best not to get too hung up on the quote-unquote truth of the matter. As Carlton Young once said, when the legend becomes fact, print the legend, words that Mank, written by Fincher's late father Jack, evidently took to heart. But the truth of the heart of Mank is ultimately beside the point, the elder Fincher's writing entirely too procedural to complete captivate anybody, bar the more deeply ingrained of elitist cinephiles, coincidentally the only people you'd actually find pompous enough to declare bona fide enjoyment had with Citizen Kane in 2020. There are fleeting moments in which Mank threatens to draw you into the old Hollywood world being painted, with a scene involving discussion of the rise of that Hitler chap outright compelling, but it's always just the tip, and never offers enough to properly sink one's teeth into, flitting from one tenuously related storyline to another with such passionless motion within that it feels at times like watching Hail Caesar on your grand's black and white telly after a hefty night of Percocet. And yet it has literally everything else going for it. The performances, particularly Oldman, Charles Dance, and even Amanda Seyfried and Lily Collins, are first-rate. Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross deliver yet another captivating Fincher movie score, and Fincher himself, with the aid of his Gone Girl and Mindhunter cinematographer Eric Messerschmidt, ensures his production looks incredible, though his shoving in of entirely too many visual references to Citizen Kane lacks subtlety to the absolute extreme that they feel the onus of a different film and a different director entirely. At best, it's a mixed bag, your experience with it perhaps most predictable by whether or not you consider loafers casual wear. It'll doubtless be a critical baby come Oscar time, however, as there's nothing the industry quite likes as much as a black and white snorefest about itself. I'd love to call it the Citizen Kane of Fincher flicks, but it's really nothing more impressive than a three-star effort for its technical level. Acast recommends more podcasts, more episodes, more great shows. Keep listening to hear a show we recommend. Hi, and welcome to Stocks for Beginners. I'm Phil Muscatello. I've created a podcast where I interview people like recent guest Enrique Abeta, hedge fund guy and owner of the world's biggest rock metal magazine, Revolver. I get risk management. I get value investing, although value investing is a death cult. It is literally one of the most detrimental things to individual investors that's ever been invented. The experts I interview explain key concepts, cut through the jargon, and simplify the stock market. The stock market is one of the only markets in the world that when things go on sale, people run out of the market. Oh, and that's Eric Schlein, another guest sharing serious wisdom for you to learn from. Listen to Stocks for Beginners on Acast or wherever you get your podcasts from. Acast, 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 Acast recommends. recommends.